Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the 15 Minute Coffee podcast. My name is Neve, and I am also joined today with Drew. Uh, so today we had the absolute pleasure of sitting down with Gary Fox from the Entrepreneurial Experiment, which is Ireland's number one independent business podcast. It was a pleasure sitting down and getting to chat to Gary, and we covered many different topics, including but not limited to the strain the COVID-19 pandemic has had on entrepreneurs and everyone else in general, the importance of taking charge of your own physical and mental health, and funnily enough, why you should get a dog. So let's just jump into that right now. Hello, everyone. Um, Welcome back to another episode of the 15 Minute Coffee podcast. I am absolutely honoured to introduce our next guest today, Mr. Gary Fox of the Entrepreneurial Experiment. Gary, how's it going? Good. I love how everyone is now calling me Mr. I, I love how... Uh, <laughs> it's main- such a natural thing <laughs> for me. I don't know why. <laughs> a domain choice has just led to this thing. I was on a podcast last week and they're like, and it's Mr. Gary Fox. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> okay. Very formal. I love Very it. So, formal. Yeah, I'm delighted to be here. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely a pleasure. Thanks so much for hopping on. Yeah, no problem. So Gary, you are the host of Ireland's number one independent business podcast, which is absolutely incredible. I am an avid listener. And I think what's really drawn me in to not only your podcast, but I think as you as an individual is how how genuine you are and how transparent you are with your audience. And I think, you know, I can really see why you've been able to achieve the level of success that you have with the podcast. And I can also see why you've been able to I suppose, attract the level of successful guests that you've had on. And that's that's actually something I want to get into is the successful guests that you've had on the podcast. Because obviously, you know, I think you as the host, you kind of nearly have maybe a different kind of experience than maybe what the audience kind of has. So I suppose, what are a few things that you think that all of your successful guests have in common that you think has kind of I suppose, made them successful or has gotten them to where they are today. That was a lovely intro, Neve. Thank you very much. That's probably <laughs> no the problem. nicest thing you can you can say is that to be genuine and to be honest, because they're the two things I always keep. If I had nothing else, they're the two things I always try to be. Um, so thank you. It's brilliant that it comes across. What traits do I see? Everyone's different, right? And this is something I've only kind of learned in the last kind of 12 months. I always thought that there was you know, I need to be like this person. I just need to be a bit more like that person. The more I chat to people, the more that they're all completely different, but they do share a couple of common traits. First one I would say is that they're all problem solvers. They're all curious problem solvers. They're just curious about life. They're curious about things. Why do things work like that? Could they work a different way? How could you solve that problem? They always approach it with a very open mindset. And then building on that, they're not afraid to fail at something because they don't see it as a a terminal failure. They don't just try it and go, oh, that didn't work. Okay, back to the normal, normal run of the mill life. They will get curious, try to solve the problem. If they don't solve the problem, try again, try again at something else, try again at something else. And that's the final trait is that they're not afraid of failure and they don't quit at the first failure. Yeah, it's interesting to hear kind of your perception because I think you know, obviously as the host, you kind of have, I suppose, a more personal kind of interaction with your guests. So you kind of, as I said, you have a different interaction than kind of what your audience hears. 
So yeah, it's really interesting. I suppose to slightly add on to that first question, what, I suppose, kind of life lesson or what's the best advice that you've kind of picked up from your guests that you've had on? There's been a huge amount, but I think the biggest thing I've took from it is just to start, start whatever you're doing. Don't keep thinking about it. Don't keep overthinking about it. And then when you start, don't stop. Keep mm-hmm. going. The biggest, the biggest killer of businesses is not starting. It's not like, oh, we ran out of cash or we had a bigger competitor. It's people never start. Like mm-hmm. the amount of messages I get off people going, I have a great idea for X, but I don't have the money or I have a great idea for Y, but I don't have the co-founder. They're just excuses that yeah. you just have to start. That's the biggest lesson I've gotten from every single guest. Just start. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose slightly moving on from that, one thing that we love to talk about on this podcast and something we're a big fan of is, you know, improving yourself and I suppose leveling up in life question for you what are three things that you do every day that help you to perform better and I suppose stay mentally and physically sharp I'm obsessed with this (laughs) great (laughs) with with like studying routines (laughs) looking at routines um because I'm always trying to do that as well I'm always looking for that little edge that little thing that I can just add on because it's always about the one percents I'm always searching for those one percents so three things I would again this is almost cliche but it's true I get up extremely early I get up at a set time every day so get up at 6 a.m every day um, and that's just because it's kind of almost like a control thing. Mm. You've kind of won a little bit. You've got an early win in terms of, right, you're up early. You've, you've, you've control of the day. I hate when you like you wake up late and you have to like rush into doing a load of things because then you're just not in control of the day. And then the second thing is to work out, do some sort of training every day, something. Mm. It doesn't have to be the gym. It can be anything. It can be just, just something just to get the blood moving. I just feel mentally for me, it's very, very important. Mm-hmm. Um, it just puts me in a different mental headspace. Yeah. And then the third thing is we talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, I spend a lot of time with my dog. Yeah. That sounds weird, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's hundred percent. That's what I do. I will spend a lot of time with him every single day because mm-hmm. he keeps you, keeps you out of your head, especially mm-hmm. now during lockdown. He keeps me out of my head. He keeps me in a routine. And it's, it's just good fun. Yeah. You heard it here first, Gary's secret formula for success. <laughs> get a dog. <laughs> yeah, it's, get a dog, guys. <laughs> uh, Gary, you released a podcast not too long ago titled uh, The Worst Year of My Life, which mm. obviously received an amazing response from your audience, where you went through the emotions you felt during the overwhelming uncertainty that came along with the pandemic. In times like this, I think it's very easy to notice your perspective on the world change. Do you think that you notice this now in your daily life or when running your business? And do you think that there are any lessons which will affect how you operate in a post-pandemic world? And sort of even going further into it, do you think it's important to welcome changes in your perspective when you're trying to grow and develop? Yeah, there's a lot there to kind of unpack. Um, the last year has been very tough and I kind of that's why I did that that episode because I think a lot of people are talking about how hard it's, how hard it's been in generalities and like, oh, it's been a tough year, hasn't it? Oh, it has. You know, without saying specifically going, I'm having a hard time because of this, this and this. 
we all kind of like, and it's great to be adaptable. Like humans are incredibly adaptable, but you also have to realize this is not normal. Like it's not normal to not be able to go more than 5k. It's not normal not to be able to see your family. It's not normal. So you have to balance it off. You can't just keep plowing ahead and going, oh, it'll be fine, be fine, be fine, be fine. You have to be, you have to realize, okay, it's not normal. Cut yourself a lot of slack and cut all the people a lot of slack. I think uh, I'm far more empathetic to myself and to other people now going, look, there's other stuff going on in the world. You never know what's going on behind a closed door. That's something I've learned this year through personal experience and through experience of other people. There's a lot more going on in the, in the world than your business or your next great idea. It's important to remember people's human side as well. You know, we can be very caught up in everything that we're doing and, and I, I might, am I going to change things? Yeah, I think I will. I think, I think things have, I think the world's completely changed and, I think it's taken me a long time to realize that. I think a lot of people still haven't realized that the world we knew is gonzoed. It's not coming back. Like the world we knew is is completely changed. Um, certain things will stay the same, but I think fundamentally a lot of stuff will have shifted. And I think it'll take us a few years where you look back and go, oh, wow, things are totally different now. So I think it's important to have a very open mind. What I'm trying to do is take a very open mind on everything, analyze, on literally analyzing everything in my life to see is that, what I should keep doing because we can often just keep plowing away with what we know against our head. We should, you know, we can go with the habits and routines we've always done against your head going, you know, that's not the right thing to do. Don't be lazy. No, I really liked what you said there about being empathetic. I've definitely noticed that myself, even in the first lockdown, it sort of felt even a bit overwhelming because you just felt, felt so bad for other people. But over time, that's even sort of transformed into feeling good being there for someone because we all have these problems and it just feels great where I wouldn't have done it as much before because someone will come to you with a problem. You'd be like, oh, I'm too busy. I'll talk to you tomorrow or something. It's so yeah. good to be there for someone and to help them through something because that's all they, that's all they need in the moment. It's just someone to say, oh, it's okay. And, you know, we're going to get through this together. So I definitely like what you said there. Um, sort of going on from that there. And obviously pandemic's been a tough time for us all. But have you noticed any benefits from the lockdown? Has it had any positive effects on your personal or your professional life at all? Oh, that list wouldn't be long. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been very hard. It's been a really tough year. Like that, 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 that episode wasn't just clickbait. It's mm. been a really tough year. Um, has there been things? Yeah, look, I've worked on myself an awful lot um, mentally and physically. Um, I've worked on a lot of things. I probably wouldn't have been honest. I would have just probably continued on as normal. Um, and life would have been, like you said there, too busy. Oh, I'm too busy to do this. I'm too busy to do that. Mm. I must get a checkup. Oh, I must do this. Uh, now, nah. whereas instead, like mentally, like working with someone on the mental health side of things, and then also working, we talked a little bit off air about working with someone on the physical side of things. So you notice I'm wearing a whoop. That's kind of led me on to like doing a much deeper dive into my own health on my own kind of taking charge of my own health mm. because the loss of control over the last year has meant we can control so few things and now you realize god my health is kind of the only thing i'd really do have full control over so i really should get myself in order so i was never unhealthy i always consider myself very healthy as in working out daily eating very clean but i've started going to like you know health specialists now to, to now level that up far more. So that's something I've definitely done and will continue to do. Uh, I've heard you mention in your podcast that you feel like you need to work to feel fulfilled in your life. Mm. Is there any advice that you give to anyone who can't work at the moment due to COVID-19? Yeah, 
um, it's tough. Do something. Like mm-hmm. I, my work has curtailed back 90 odd percent, you know, so I found days where I'm like, I literally have nothing to do and I cannot sit around. I'm just <laughs> unable to just waste time because that's all we have is time. Uh, so do something, do, pick a project, mm-hmm. do something, occupy yourself in some way, because then, then your mind opens up to other things going, Oh yeah, that's not working. But I can, especially if you're an entrepreneur, I think you have to now look at it and go, okay, all right. What if that never comes back? What if that business never comes back? And that's the way I'm looking at it going, right. You need more than one form of revenue, mm. more than one income stream. And we get so focused on, because when you're building a business, it's so damn hard to get one revenue stream going is a miracle. Never mind. Go, okay, now I'm going to get my second income stream and third income stream. And it's all, you know, they're all very popular YouTube videos, my five forms of passive income. And they're kind of, most of them are rubbish, but when you dig down into it, you do need to have more than one revenue stream and you can never have a single point of failure. So I think do something, focus on something, even if it's a non, a non-profit project, if it's literally something as simple as something you've needed to do around the house or it's getting fit or something, I think that level of control, getting that control back is really important. Mm, we were talking, um, I think it was our second episode with Charlie Butler and he was on about the importance of really delving into new ideas, new projects, because it like gives you that motivation that you had when you started. And it's really important to have that there. So I suppose it's an opportunity now where people can try and do that there and really lean into it because, you know, we have that bit of extra free time, but it definitely is important to keep your your, your mental health in the, in the right place. So Gary, a question that we ask all of our guests is the famous book recommendation question. I wonder I where think, you got that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I wonder. <laughs> I think it's a great way to get an insight into someone is based on like their book recommendation. So question for you, what is a book that has inspired you or maybe has made a positive impact in your life in terms of book recommendation? What would it be? There's so many. And anyone that's heard me speak on any podcast before would be like, oh, he's going to talk about Atomic Habits again. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) And it is. Atomic Habits is the one in the recent years. Anyway, look, it's the right book at the right time. I talk about that all the time because you can read the world's best book at the wrong time. You think it's garbage. Mm -hmm. And then you can read it six months later when you're trying to improve your life. And you go, oh, wow, this is so impactful. So Mm -hmm. I think it depends what stage of your life you're at. Because a lot of people message me. They're like, oh, can you give me a book recommendation? And I'm like, about what? (laughs) Like, it's so broad. (laughs) What are you looking for? Well, like, are you looking for a story? Are you looking to be inspired with a story? Are you looking for hard facts? Are you looking to get a better marketer? I love yeah. stories. I, I love stories. And that's why the, my podcast is all about stories. And I think mm-hmm. the very first one that made such a big impact on me and kind of changed how I view business was Richard Branson's first autobiography. He's written about 10. Uh, mm-hmm. Losing My Virginity by Richard Branson is his first autobiography. And that's absolutely brilliant. Like, it's mm-hmm. such a good story because it makes you think, wow, business can be a lot of, a lot of fun. You can, you can, you don't have to go to an office and, you know, wear a suit. You can, you can actually have a lot of fun. So I think mm-hmm. that book is, is hugely impactful. And then a more recent one, which I'm actually, yeah, it's on my desk behind me. It's The Power of Money by Morgan Housel. It's really good. And you're laughing at the YouTube video I did at the weekend. It's incredible. Like, because a lot of stuff, you kind of think about money and you're kind of going, ah, oh, yeah, that's fine. But the psychology behind is I'm more interested in the psychology side than the money side. It's not like a, how to get rich quick book. Mm. It's more about the psychology. Even if you're interested in psychology or business, it's an unbelievable read. Yeah. Mm. I'm glad you mentioned the atomic habits. I think I've read that book about five times at this stage. Mm. 
A1. I think uh, I think <laughs> Atomic you. Habits got me a job because I talked about the 1% everyday thing. Really? And I started, I started talking about how I really <laughs> like learning. I really like getting better. And that's what I want the job for is to, to really upskill. And your man, I showed the curve in my presentation. We had to do a presentation for the interview. And he was like, oh, I need to get that. You need to get that printed out and put it on my wall. Nice. <laughs> and it's oh, amazing. God. Like yeah. just by just by reaching into your your bad knowledge you can you can get some good opportunities out of it absolutely and I, use the knowledge i've only started doing that recently is like taking all the stuff out of the books i'm constantly mm-hmm. underlining and highlighting and now i've actually transferred them into a notion doc and i'm able to like scan through real quick mm-hmm. and go yeah. oh that was that was the point i was trying to remember yeah, yeah there's some amazing lessons in that book i think the environments section is probably the most profound yeah. where it makes so much sense walking into a kitchen you feel hungry you know, you don't think about why. It's because you did the dinner table every day. There's so much like out there. I think it's, yeah. it's fantastic. No, it's incredible. Incredible book. So another question we kind of, we ask every guest, but it's sort of, we've adapted it this week to to your specific oh. set of skills. Oh. What advice special, would you... Gary. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give to someone who's looking to start a business or a YouTube channel or a podcast and is struggling to get past the fear of judgment from friends, family, or fear of what the world in general will think of them. Get new friends. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? Really? Mm. Like, you know, the, the, the benefit so far outweighs the negative. The lads will slag you on WhatsApp. I don't care. Mm. I don't care. Cause I, I think of it in terms of right in five years, if I just keep chipping away at this podcast, I'll have, 500 episodes unreal i'll know 350 new entrepreneurs i'll have the best network in ireland that's what i think about and it never bothers me then for a second like and obviously the initial few episodes are hard where you're kind of going oh and often like it's best not even just to think about it it's just like go hit the record button don't think i never think about i never i've said this on the pod before i never think about anyone listening because mm. if you if you thought about it, like I've done massive presentations to like hundreds of people, I find them easy, but I've done a few presentations where my mates have been in the room and I'm like, Oh my God, this is so difficult. Mm. They're going to slag me about that bit later, you know? So I just don't think about it. And you know, if someone says something to you, that's their own insecurity playing out. That's their own kind of like they're, you know, they're so afraid to pursue what they want to do that they're afraid to get out of their comfort zone and do something new. So I joked by saying get new friends, but do start to surround yourself with people who are on the similar journey to you because that is very important. Very, very important to have people around you who are pushing in that direction. Mm. The sort of echoes what Devin Hughes was saying when we asked him when you're trying to do something new like a business and you want to talk to people and then maybe they have more cynical views on it and would be like oh why would you bother like that, that that's gonna fail and he just sort of said well why 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 would you have friends with people you can't talk about about your dreams and ignore it's very that like the plague yeah ignore yeah. that like the plague don't be afraid to take criticism i said this last night don't be afraid to take criticism but know if it's constructive criticism or just that'll never work criticism mm. two things yeah. yeah absolutely gary one thing well, I suppose our last question, you know, we kind of hit on mental health earlier. And I know, you know, obviously with lockdown, it's been extremely tough for so many people. And I think nerdy in a way, it kind of also feels like we're in a, a mental health pandemic in a way. 
Um, so I suppose what, what advice or tips, you know, would you give to someone who is really struggling in lockdown at the moment? What would you say to them? Two things. First one would be to consider counseling. Definitely consider mm-hmm. someone you can speak to in a professional capacity. You can do it via zoom. It's so easy. Literally you can do it very, very quickly and very simply. There's no stigma to it. Definitely go and do that. Or a coach, if you think, you know, you're not maybe at that stage or you, you don't think it's suitable for you, or you want to kind of stepping someone to counseling, go to coach, go to see someone who can give you a solid practical plan. And then just on a more kind of day to day, bringing it back to yourself level. If, if, you, if you're just kind of having a bit of an off time, just routine and structure that, that, that works. Like it's so boring, but it works so well having a set pattern to your day. You know, we need that. We crave that in our heads. Like we, we, we need that, that Jocko willing thing, discipline equals freedom. We do need to know what we're doing because if you have the whole day just in front of you, a big blank, it can be it can be demotivating and you'd be like, oh, what am I going to do now? That horrible feeling, like we've all had that feeling where you just feel a bit aimless. Mm-hmm. So just have a plan, get up every day and have some sort of structure to your day. And that will give you a massive boost and just that not overthinking. Overthinking is where I find is the worst where you're like, oh, I could do that, but what if that happens or I could do that, but that happens. And then for me, it's always training. It's always having that, having that hard training session every day that just gives that endorphins. You're like, if I've done nothing else today, I've achieved something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think routine and structure are just absolutely vital. And I think like even myself personally, knowing what you, knowing what you have to do the next day, it just, and giving yourself something looked, looking to look forward to, it just, it really, really helps. Yeah, you've nailed it there. Um, Something to look forward to. That's what we're all missing. We're all yeah. missing that silly thing. I'm not saying going on holidays cures your problems, but it's not yeah. even the holiday. It's the looking forward to it. It's the thoughts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all the research yeah, exactly. is coming out now going, it's actually not the things you do. It's the anticipation of the things you're going to do. It's yeah. what we need. And we've just been robbed of that. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Have that thing to look forward to, even if it's mm. six months in the future. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's I just think- the little things these days, just learning to appreciate them. Yeah, I think um, when it comes to like relaxation and doing something that's like, you know, not work, it's sort of you have to reward yourself with that because when it's all relaxation, it almost becomes stressful. You're sitting there looking through Netflix. You have nothing to watch because you watched it all. And you're like, what do you do then to relax when all you're doing is relaxing all the time? You need to have something where you're working on something and you're feeling achievement and then you go home and you can shut the brain off. And then it's so much more rewarding. Absolutely. Earn it. And it's so much sweeter. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Gary, that brings us to the end of our questions. Um, I think I, I could have stayed here for another hour and kept talking, <laughs> kind of regretting our the title now. Minute podcast. Yeah, the, the 15, 15 minutes. Why did we call it that? <laughs> 15 hour podcast now. Yeah. Well, Gary, thank you so much for taking the time to hop on. Uh, really, really appreciate it. It was an absolute welcome. pleasure having really you on. enjoyed it. And best luck with the rest of the series. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Mel. Thank you very much, Gary.